You're tuned in to the Three Pixels Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Three Pixels Podcast. Here we are once again with another episode for your ears. We hope you're all doing well wherever you are. And I have my two wonderful co-hosts back with me. I have Daviana and Martin. Hello, how are you guys? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? Always good, Martin. Yeah, feeling great. Thank you very much. Okay, awesome. I'm glad. Well, we've been pushing out lots of episodes for you guys, so if you haven't gone back and listened to any of those, please do so. We've been really liking some of the interactions and um, some of the listening figures right now, so keep it going. If you haven't subscribed, please do so. But without further ado, let's dive into this episode. Well, we had to talk about it. A bizarre conspiracy theory linking 5G and coronavirus has taken hold in the UK and is being peddled by conspiracy theorists and celebrities on social media. It's gained plenty of traction with 54,000 posts and 2 million interactions on Facebook in the last week alone. It was given further prominence when a number of celebrities, including TV star Amanda Holden, Hollywood actor Woody Harrelson and boxer Amir Khan shared it on social media. The theory being spread goes a little something like this. The rollout of 5G internet is either causing or accelerating the spread of the coronavirus. It's hard to pinpoint the source of the theory, and a variant of the rumour started spreading in early March. However, as expected, with the growth of the pandemic, the conspiracy appears to have picked up steam. The conspiracy theory and its various offshoots are baseless without any actual scientific evidence, but have led to real-world harm, with over 70 arson attacks on phone masks around the UK. In one incident, a broadband engineer was spat in the face by an enraged member of the public. The engineer is now ill with suspected coronavirus. This is just one of many cases. Dylan, an engineer working for Openreach in Leicester, who was verbally abused while driving his van, describes the incident as quite intimidating. In Dylan's case, a man got out of his car at a red light on a dual carriageway and started shouting abuse and banging on his van. A quote from him says, He put up his head against my window, he's saying, don't you ignore me, stop trying to cover up what you're doing, 5G is killing us all, you've got no morals. So, a lot of of things to think about right there. First of all, what do we think of the situation right now? I think it's very deplorable, really. People being harassed and uh, getting spat at in public. I think that's just disgusting, in my opinion. I feel like no one deserves to have a, such treatment towards them right now. Especially, uh, we don't know the full facts just yet, and easy to blame things that we don't fully understand. And very shocked, really, at the public outcry over over this. Really, I'm very shocked. I'm personally disappointed in all of the celebrities who are promoting this theory because they have a wide audience and I think that they're using that audience irresponsibly. I'm not familiar with Amanda Holden or Amir Khan. I'm not into boxing or whatever show Amanda Holden is on, but I have always been a fan of Woody Harrelson, and I'm disappointed to hear that he is participating in something like this. That's pretty sad. We actually just watched Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, and he was brilliant in it, and uh, 
I was just reminded of how good of an actor he is. And then to hear that he's doing something like this is quite sad to me. Um, but beyond all the celebrities, I think that even if someone believed in this theory, I think that the aggression is going too far. It's fine to believe something, but to attack people physically, verbally, that's stepping over the line. That's too far for me. I'd just like to expand upon those uh, three celebrities that are named, and I'm sure many, many others have been named, but none of them are what I'd call an expert in these fields, as, as like um, some of them are boxers, actors. And it, to me, you know, it's not something I would personally trust. It reminds me of uh, when Stormzy was doing a campaign to uh, stop Boris becoming uh, the Prime Minister of England. It always reminds you of that. And I think, as Daviano uh, said, you know, you've got such a global audience around these celebrities. When you're talking about things that maybe you are passionate about, but I feel like maybe a bit more research into this would have been better, as well as to really put the hype train on this theory and, and really just settle panic in, into the public as well. I think when it comes to these celebrities and their interactions with the public, it really comes down to that Spider-Man quote, with great power comes great responsibility. Even though, <laughs> even though they're not experts in anything, mostly, they still have this enormous power and they need to be responsible with it. So Benjamin, I'm not much of a techie. I've heard the term 5G and I'm familiar with it, but what actually is 5G? Well, I'm so glad you asked. It's almost like we scripted it. <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna try and keep this in as much layman terms as possible, so please don't switch off, it's important. 5G is the next generation of mobile broadband. It will offer faster speeds than 4G or 3G before it, and it's currently being rolled out in many different countries. 5G is different from previous generations because it utilizes three bands, low, mid, and high. This means that a different tool can be used in a multitude of situations, like giving high-speed access in busy cities or football stadiums, or achieving longer distance penetration in rural areas. Due to its low latency, 5G is set to revolutionize the way in which our world is connected, allowing for smarter cars, cities, homes, and a whole lot more. In one example, a high-skill machine can be operated from anywhere in the world, just because of that high-speed, low-latency connection. A lot of things can be used and modified and interacted with as if you were there physically doing it yourself. Daviana, was that a good enough answer? Not quite, because I'm wondering what you mean by bands and I'm wondering what you mean by latency. Those are two vocabulary terms that I am not familiar with. Good question. So think of the bands almost like levels and tiers and they're broken up into different frequencies because this is all based on frequencies and each frequency runs differently. Some go greater distances, but therefore don't allow for a lot of data to go over those. And some of them 
go shorter distances and allow a lot more data to be sent. So that's why we have the low, medium and high. Same thing often happens in home Wi-Fi. You can have two different frequencies on your home Wi-Fi. One which is good for when devices are very close by to your router where you can get high speed Wi-Fi internet and the others are good for going out into your garden and listening to a podcast. You don't need a lot of data but you can go into the garden and still have access to your home internet. In terms of low latency, this essentially is the time between data going from point A to point B. Often when you do speed tests, it gives you a latency mark, which is how long it's taken for a, a tiny bit of information to go from your laptop or computer to a server and back again. And the lower latency, the more responsive an action can feel because as you're doing it, the information is instantly being received at the other end. If something takes a long time to be received, you can almost get this lag feeling mm -hmm. where the, the reaction is taking longer to be received from the action. Okay, so low latency means higher speeds. It means higher reactions. Okay. So the low latency will essentially mean that the reaction happens at the same time as the action or closer to the same time as the action. So for high skill machinery, this means that you could essentially use some digital controls to operate it as if you were there because the reaction, even though it's happening across the world, could be as instantaneously as if you were in the same room. So does that answer your question? I have a much greater understanding of 5G now. I feel like I'm at a 7 out of 10 understanding. So Great. thank you, Benjamin. Great. Has there ever been accounts of different types of Gs affecting people beforehand? So when we had 3G, 4G, and now 5G, have there ever been a, uh, any account of where it affected people before? So, good question, Martin. Does this create any harm? There have been conspiracy theorists about the supposed harm of 5G radio waves since the tech began gaining public attention back in January. The basic idea, as far as I can see, is 5G is more powerful than 4G or 3G, therefore dangerous to humans and animals. Put simply, using your phone relies on radio waves, which are on the low end of the electromagnetic spectrum, and as such produce non-ionizing radiation. This means they do not damage the DNA in cell tissue and don't cause cancer. Other items on the electromagnetic spectrum also include things like daylight and microwaves, which we'll all be familiar with. For the general public, exposure to radio electromagnetic frequencies, the type seen in mobile communication, is mostly for handheld devices such as cell phones and tablets, as well as cell phone base stations, medical applications and TV antennas. So at present, the World Health Organization state that to date on any form of radio frequency, 3G, 4G, 5G, no adverse health effects from low-level, long-term exposure to radio frequency or power frequency fields have been confirmed. But, as always, scientists are actively continuing to research this area. So, although research is continuously being conducted, no real evidence has yet to come through. No evidence is seen to link EMF radiation and COVID-19, neither has it been seen to cause anyone any physical harm. So, as far as we know, is there any harm? No, there is no harm. And there is no reason to believe that 5G is any more dangerous than anything before it. I am wondering how this all got started, where these rumors came from. It almost sounds like the birds work for the bourgeoisie 
and how it started as a joke and maybe somebody took it a bit too seriously and thought like, hang on, that sounds plausible and then just started spreading it almost like a virus to other conspiracy theorists and now just because there's so many people who believe it now it's becoming more and more plausible i think it's because 5g has been in the headlines almost since the conversation started whether it was talking about china's play in 5g using huawei and whether that was safe people have been very distrusting in 5g and then as you say yeah the likelihood is that it started out as some sort of mm. joke online and then the people's already distrust in 5G has led people to connect those dots and go, well, actually, maybe that is the case. And then before you know it, you know, you've got a conspiracy theory. That's often how they, they start. So, and with the internet, you know, I don't want to put, I don't like saying this word, but fake news is, uh, is rife and people share things. And next thing you know, it's the topic of conversation. So it's hard to really know where this came from specifically, and I don't think anyone is fully sure, but it's probably linked to the general distrust and misunderstanding of what 5G is. Maybe if I can just chime in with a sort of theory, I, I think, as Ben said, the Chinese did have a lot to do with the introduction of 5G involving Huawei, which is a Chinese company. And obviously at the same time we had this COVID-19 and where it started spreading more into mainland Europe, I think people just put two and two together and just come out with this um, theory. And it's one of those things that it just takes a handful of people to share it on social media, be it via Facebook, through their Twitter links, and even things like uh, TikTok, which, which connect people very quickly with information, false or true. Uh, people can make their own assumptions and you know, people always find support for whatever person someone does. And let's just say a friend of Ben here uh, said something about uh, 5G. And I, you know, I respected Ben's opinion. I could share that with other people around me, you know. And I think this is how it's it spread to such a degree. And where you get people of celebrities also tweeting about the sharing this, it makes for a very quick boiling pot of uh, fake news to be spread quickly. Yeah, and I think it's why we all need to be very responsible about what we share and about what we say on social media because it does have a big effect. And, you know, a lot of people do use social media as their way of news. They use the way of uh, fact-checking. If uh, if their trusted friend or, you know, family members shared it, then it must be true. Next thing you know, it's been shared to 100 different people who have also shared that. And then it's a big thing. I don't believe at this point in time that the virus and 5G have anything to do with each other. And I certainly don't believe that attacking people is the right thing to do uh, in any circumstance. It doesn't matter. If you think that 5G is linked to coronavirus, fine. If you think that it's fine to go out and attack someone for that reason, that's not fine. It doesn't matter if it is true or isn't true. Protests, like send letters to the companies in charge of it, send letters to your local government, protest, do whatever you need to do. That's totally fine. But that one person is just doing their job. They're just going out there in difficult times, making sure that people's internet is still going. 
you'd be up in arms if you couldn't go online and watch your Netflix or listen to your music or do whatever it is that you have to do. If you couldn't text your friends and, and check on how they're doing or check Facebook, you'd be up in arms about that as being a personal right. So it's other people's personal right to work and do what they have to do to keep those things running without being threatened or attacked or feeling unsafe. I also think that it's important that we steer clear of blaming the workers because even if supposing that we believed this theory, it's not the workers' fault. Just like it isn't the workers' fault that Amazon has bad policies or we wouldn't blame a fast food employee for the food being unhealthy. So why are people blaming the employees for infecting the world with coronavirus via 5G? If someone were to believe this theory and want to make a change, this is not the way to go about it, and in fact is only harming their public image. If they want to create a change, and this is the change that they want to create, they should look at the people who actually hold the power in the situation, not the employee who is just trying to make enough money to put food on the table and keep a roof over their heads. I'd like to think that we could do better, you know, than this. The virus has brought us closer together and that people wouldn't feel the need to to do that. So it is a little bit saddening. That leads me to ask a question. What do you guys think of all this? Please let us know. Get in touch on social media. All the links are in the show notes down below. We'd love to know your opinion. And we hope you found this useful. If you have, please drop us a tweet and uh, we may feature you in the next episode with your thoughts. So thank you very much for listening. And we'd love to have you along for the journey. And I've also enjoyed having both uh, Daviana and Martin along as well. I hope you guys have learned stuff about 5G. We have, thank you. I absolutely have. Good, I'm glad. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. See you later. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. You're tuned in to the Three Pixels podcast.